0: Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women in business come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Brunelli, chiropractor and former beauty salon owner turned body and beauty transformation coach for women in business who want to level up their health, beauty, and style. And today we are going to talk about something that has everything to do with that, but not specifically to do with that. It's the quality of your relationships and how they determine the quality of your life. How does that affect your health, your beauty, your style, your vibe, your personal brand? Well, we're going to talk about that. Are you ready to dive in? Let's get started. When you hear this sound, maybe this is what your text sound sounds like. And you read it, and it's something where a friend of yours is just ripping apart someone else for something she said, he said, they did, or whatever. Or maybe you get a phone call, and it goes something like this. Did you know that she did that? oh my gosh, who does stuff like that? And she just goes off. Or another conversation, water cooler conversation, let's call it that. You're at work and somebody got a promotion and someone that you're friends with is like, I don't know who she slept with to get the job. I'm using extreme examples, but these examples are people that are gossips, that are jealous, that are wasting their time talking about other people instead of focusing on themselves and how to improve themselves, and they are going to drag you down. Whether this person is talking about a coworker, a colleague, a mutual friend, a family member, a partner, a lover, whatever it is, how they speak about someone else shows you the quality of who they are as a person and how it makes you feel when you hear it should give you a check if you're going, ooh, this is juicy. I love it. You shouldn't really love it when someone else is experiencing a character attack when they're not there to defend themselves. I used to say to my kids, the quality of your friendships determines the quality of your future. As business women, as women in leadership, the quality of our relationships determines the quality of our life. It determines if we're going to grow, if we're going to elevate, or if we're going to remain stagnant, or if we're going to get pulled down into the mud. Conversations like those that I just explained pull you into the mud. It is difficult to rise above it if it's been a habit, but you have to pull yourself out. That's not where you belong. You are someone that is a woman of influence. You are a woman who lives above the fray. You live above the noise. You're not getting mixed up in that. That is a character trait for people who don't grow. People who are really winning at life aren't wasting their time talking about other people in a way that uh, that attacks their character. Actually, they don't even waste time talking about people in general. The most successful people I know are talking about their hopes and dreams, their failures and how to improve. They're not talking about other people. So your quality of your relationships, where are they? As we look into a new year, it's January, 2023. I want you to think about all of the ways you're going to elevate this year. How are you going to level up your life in your health and in your personality and in your brand? Now, if your brand is someone that's online and you are... A comedian, or maybe you have a character online and you make a mockery of a certain your joke, maybe you're political, and it's someone that's going to rip apart political characters. I'm not talking about that, so leave that aside. I'm talking about the most business women in the world, or leaders or professionals, where we go forward and we're trying to grow, and we have these people in our life, these these relationships in our life that are stuck. I have a couple of them, and it's been a real challenge for me because I kind of distanced myself from these relationships, and I noticed when I started spending less time with them, it's not that they were bad people. They're great people, but they have no ambition, and my ambition is off the charts compared to most people. I understand that, but they don't have a growth mindset. They're very happy, content, and fixed and don't care about self-improvement. They don't, they're, they're never looking to improve their health. They're not, Gym goers, for example, I really vibe with people that like to be in a gym environment because those people are trying to improve their life. I love people like that. You're my people. If you're someone who, you know, you complain about Monday, you can't wait for Friday. You never leave your chair from Friday to Sunday. You just have a remote in your hand. You're not my people. I love you, but I'm not going to hang out with someone like that. And I'm also not going to surround myself with people that are like that and gossipy or character attacking, because I know that I'm not going to grow if I surround myself with relationships like that. So where are your relationships? I want you to really think about it. How do you need to make changes in your circle of friends and your family and put yourself in situations where you really can level up this year? Now, I've talked about communication with your friends and your circle of influence, but now let's talk about their habits besides the communication, their ambition level. If you are not super motivated and you want to be more motivated, who do you need in your life? If you said someone that's really motivated, yes, you got that right. You don't need more people like you. You need someone to help push you along, help pull you along so that you can stay motivated. If you are like me, super, super motivated, hi, I don't sit very much. I'm on the go a lot. I do really well with people that have my ambition level, but also turn it down a little bit. They have ambition, but they know how to stop and rest and have fun. I need someone to remind me to do that because I love what I do. So I get really uh, wrapped up in my work, but the the habits and the characteristics, the the way they spend their free time. You want to look at those things when you evaluate your relationships because you have to have different relationships for different parts of your life. Actually, I did an email for my Dry January participants not too long ago that talked about, you know, we need someone to confide in, you know, if we're feeling tempted, feeling temptation, and we're trying to be sober, find a trusted person. And we are not meant to do this alone. I mean, I'm a solo right now doing my business business. I had uh, some team hired in the fall and through the holidays, I didn't have anyone. And now in 2023, I will bring on people as a team, like working with me. But right now I'm alone. It can feel really isolating. And so I have business besties. I have online besties that we're, we're friends and we're doing, we're colleagues, we're working together. We're Reaching and striving and sharing our successes, our failures, our frustrations. They are my business colleagues. They're the people that I trust and confide in. In this email for Dry January, I talked about who do you have for like your physical health, your mental health, all of that. Who's the person you can, can trust and confide in? Or maybe for your relationship relationship. You know, it is really tricky to talk about your relationship with someone else because a lot of times there's a boundary in a marriage or a, an intimate relationship where they don't want you to talk about them. But as a human need, you need to be able to express yourself. So if you can do it without demonizing the person, who's the person you would talk to, who do you confide in? These are the relationships that are shaping you. These people, These people that you have in your life for your health, for your mental health, your physical health, your well-being, for your work, for your kids, for your partner, your spouse, whatever it is, you have different types of friends. And so I want you to be thinking about who they are. Really take a hard look and maybe it might be time for you to find some new ones. And that's so hard when we're not in college anymore and we're at the same old job and there's not new people. You really have to put yourself out there to find new people. I know I've been doing it, so it's tricky to do, but you are a fit, fierce, feminine woman. I know you can go find some new people in your life. Okay, so now let's bring it home. I'm going to wrap this up with the six basic human needs. All of us have, four of them are key. The final two are the differentiators in the relationships that you want to surround yourself in order to grow, in order to elevate, in order to level up. However, whatever word you use to talk about improvement in your life, whether it's your physical health, whether it's your mental health, whether it's your love life or your career and work life. These human needs are something I want to talk about. So if we go back to the American psychologist, Abraham, I'm going to give you a little lesson here that Abraham Maslow, he was, oh gosh, like in the 1900s, 1908, like born then he's, he's long gone, but he proposed six basic human needs. And then Tony Robbins actually took a hold of that. And you should know who Tony Robbins is. And if you don't Google it, but he is one of the, top leading high-performance coaches in the world, he adapted Maslow's theory and teachings into a tool called the six basic human needs. And they're really interesting because these needs show up in our relationships. So all of us, no matter who we are, where we are in our habits, in our ambition, all of us have the four basic human needs. And the first four are... Love and connection, that's one. Love and connection. All of us have a need for that. The second one is variety. We have to have a variety. We can't be vanilla ice cream every single day the rest of our life. It is a human need to have variety. Did you know that? The next human need is significance. We all need to feel important to someone. All of us, regardless of ambition level, regardless of hopes, dreams, fears, desires, all of that. And the final one is certainty. We all have a basic human need for some type of certainty. Gravity is certain, right? We need to know that there is some certainty that, you know, we need to have that Security that there is some certainty in our life. That if we expect our text to go off, it's going to make our phone is going to make that ding, right? That's some kind of certainty. And when that certainty doesn't happen, it really rocks us. It's that consistent pattern, right? Those are the four all of us have. No matter who we are, love and connection, variety, significance, and certainty. So in your relationships and who you are sharing with now and who you spend the most time with, all of you have that, but you don't all have these last two. The last two of the six basic human needs are growth and contribution. Those last two are what lead you to have a more fulfilling life. Growth, meaning improvement improvement of anything it you doesn't mean that it's always going to be rainbows unicorns and butterflies but it's growth and contribution giving yourself giving your time caring contributing helping the world be a better place and do you see how those last two things are differentiators between the people that are going to grow and be more successful in life and those who are not that Right there is how you determine who the people are that are going to help you elevate and level up in 2023 if they have a desire for growth and they want to contribute somehow contributing, meaning they're having you over for pizza on Friday night is not what I'm talking about. Okay. That's your social circle. I'm talking about contributing to society as a whole, to their, their world as a whole, to make it a better place out of their generosity, their time, their resources. They care. Apathy is not part of a fulfilled life. So people that are going to help you grow, also are the people that are going to help you have a more fulfilled life when they're in yours. Does that make sense? Those six basic human needs that I just read are how I determined in the end of 2021, I was going to spend my time. Those were the factors I used, those last two, growth and contribution. Those two factors were how I determined who I was going to spend more time with. Because I know people that have a growth mindset and want to contribute to the world in some way to help the world be a better place, not the clock in, clock out, go home and Netflix and chill mentality, not that, contribution, where they care, where they want to make an impact, that is how I changed my time and how I'm spending my time with people. And I will tell you the the level and depth of my relationships has changed. My quantity of relationships has also changed. I don't have as many people in my social circle that I reach out to as much as I used to. And I don't miss it. Because the ones that I do have are so deep and they're very intentional. And I have certain people that are my personal life people. And then I have my business people, right? My colleagues and my health people. It's like three categories. So for you, I would challenge you to do the same thing. Look at your personal life. Who is one confidant you have that you can trust? That's not going to be a character attack there. She's going to be your ride or die, but she's not going to rip anybody apart. It's going to be, everything's going to be done in a very high level supportive way. She might say, I'll bury the body if you need me to, but she's not going to rip them apart. Do you know what I mean by that? So it, there's a, there is a level, there's a fine line where you know that you know that you know she has your back, but she's not going to demonize someone. She's not going to rip someone apart. She's, she's above that. She doesn't have to because she's in competition with no one. She's just your friend. Same thing for your business colleagues. This is almost more important because a lot of people in business feel competitive I don't. Personally, I feel like there is, well, even with my beauty salon, I said there is enough hair in the world to have a beauty salon on every corner. It's true. I didn't feel competitive opening a beauty salon. I don't feel competitive in the coaching space. Oh my gosh, there are so many coaches right now. But you know what? We don't all reach each of you the way you need to be reached. I speak to you in a certain way that you might like or you may not, right? All of us have different reasons, different gifts that we can serve the world with. And so your business besties, the people you confide in about work, need to be in alignment with your goals. They don't have to be doing the same exact kind of work, but they have to be someone that you can go to and say, oh my gosh, I just sat on this WordPress website and I want to rip my hair out. And they can totally relate to that. Maybe they've never sat on a website, but they've done something where they understand what a giant time suck that can be. I didn't have anybody like that until my little group that we developed. I've shared on this podcast before that I have a group of five of us that we meet on Zoom on Tuesdays and we're all in the online business space all of us were green when it came to online tech. And so I I don't know what I would do without them because we all just want to throw our laptops out the window sometimes. But once one of us figures stuff out, we help each other and say, hey, I figured it out. We might screen record or send a website, a link to help each other. And that's growth. That's exactly what you need for your work environment, for your career. And someone who is also above you, someone that is where you want to be, where you aspire to be. You might not have them on a personal level where you get to go to happy hour with them. They might be an online mentor. They might be in a book. They might be on YouTube, but surround yourself with them. And every day, not all, not sometimes, every day, maybe it's a podcast listen to them every day. I'm telling this to my kids all the time because they're at the age, they're in their twenties. This matters and it matters for you. And then for your health. Oh my gosh, for your health. If you start feeling better about your health because you're taking better care of yourself, then you're going to start dressing better. You're going to feel like cuter and you're going to want to turn yourself out looking better. But if you're hanging around people that schlep around all the time, they're not taking care of their health, they're not taking care of their appearance, then you're not going to feel like leveling up either, are you? So how you spend your time needs to be intentional. Everything about growth is intentional. This isn't luck. Getting better, climbing the corporate ladder, building the business of your dreams, it doesn't happen by hoping and it doesn't happen by remaining the same. Even your friendships make a difference. So I hope this episode has helped you. I hope you take some time to evaluate where your relationships are and that you take those final two basic human needs of growth and contribution to be differentiators in who you choose to spend more time with in 2023. And at the end of this year, look back and go, whoa, I really did grow. All right, my friend, I will be back next week. Same time, same place. See you there. Thank you so much for listening. It would be so helpful for me if you went to Apple Podcasts and hit the stars or wrote a review to give me feedback if you've been enjoying this podcast. That is the best gift you can give any podcaster, and it helps us know if we're on the right track with our show. Okay, my friend, until next time, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.